Stop what you're doing and clear your schedule. You don't want to miss this life-changing event. Do you feel like you're spinning your wheels? Do you feel like every year is just like the year before? Are you stuck and can't move your life in the direction of your destiny? You are not alone. People all around the world are verbalizing their frustration with not being able to move their lives in the direction that makes their dreams a reality. Well, we have your solution. Join us February 19th through the 23rd for not just another conference, but an experience that will transform your leadership ability. At the Power of Visionary Leadership Conference, you will learn from leadership experts how to move from ordinary to extraordinary leadership in your ministry, business, finances, family, and health. Join us as leadership guru Dr. Dana Carson with over 35 years of executive leadership experience and his extraordinary life experiences from a high school dropout to eight college degrees shares with you along with other leadership experts how to get things done. For more information, visit drdanacarson.org. That's drdanacarson.org. The following message by Apostle Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, making Him known to others, and spreading the kingdom message around the world. Check out our website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from The Kingdom Voice. In this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread across the world. Coming up today, Dr. Dana Carson will teach how the concept of male and female was in the mind of God. A man that has no work does not need a woman. A man that cannot reflect God is not fit for a woman. A man that cannot lead cannot handle a woman. A woman that is too independent does not need a man. A woman that cannot submit does not want a man. And a woman that brings nothing to the table is not worth a man. God thinks about us in terms of male and female. He relates to us based on our gender. In today's message, Dr. Carson teaches us from the series, The School of Kingdom Relationships, The Marriage Corporation, coming from Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 through 25. The Bible is very clear about the role of uh, gender and human sexuality. The Bible clearly teaches that divine compatibility of humans involve the male and the female. And both the male and the female are assigned roles and responsibility. So you can't have a relationship on your terms that's going to be functional. Relationships are designed by God and they only work on his terms. So I don't care what you come up with. This is how we going to manage our relationship. Okay. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, dysfunctional and you're going to call on God and you're going to ask him to try to fix what's unfixable because you're operating outside of the design and the parameters of a relationship. Now the male and the female, I biologically 
physiologically and psychologically different. And so whenever you believe that you can float between the two, you are disregarding and ignoring the biological, the physiological, and the psychological distinctions that God made male and female different with. So like 80% of men are left brain. 80% of women are right brain. That's a fact. So men tend to be right brain, I mean left brain, which um, have to do with analytical thinking, more mathematical thinking. So, men tend to buy your sports magazines. Women tend to buy your romance novels. Men look at automobile shows, races, competitive things. And women look at soap operas. And neither one of them understands what the other gets out there. My, the woman looks at the soap operas and the romantic stuff. Those are the kind of movies they really like. Those And brothers be like, oh, man, we want to see some action. want to see something, uh, War in the Galaxy. Something, you know, something where there's something, somebody trying to defeat something. And, you know, women want to see how love grows. <laughs> and, and see... And that's, that's, that's one of the differences between men and women. Men and women are different. But when you say we can attract to the same sex, you are saying we're not different. So a man doesn't need what a woman brings and a woman doesn't need what a man brings. So what you're saying is... There is a man that can bring to the table what a woman brings to another man. And there is a, a woman that can bring to the table what a man brings to another woman. And biblically and functionally, it's impossible. And, and even when you look at the statistics, statistics among homosexual and lesbian relationships tend to be very violent statistics. It's very violent. Very, very, they tend to be very violent relationships um, because you think that you are tracked. You 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 you're going to have an easier road because you are like, but your likeness <clears throat> you weren't designed to be compatible with. Thus, the purpose of Adam was to work, and his work was worship. Oh, you got to hear me. The purpose of Adam was to work. He was put in the garden to tend, to tend, and to keep. To evit and shabar, and shamar, the Hebrew words. To be sensitive about and to be priestly about or to uh, uh, be defensive about. He was there to nurture the garden. And so his work was his worship. So when he did not do God's work, he was not worshiping. The purpose of Eve was helping uh, Adam to work. So her worship was to help him work. So when she helped him to do the work that God 
had assigned him, she was worshiping. See, dynamics change when you get married. And so God looks at your role differently. And we have a big mess when you got an when you got um, a Andre, not an Adam. You got somebody who's working, but they're not doing God's work. And now you're in a, in a, in a awkward position because now you're trying to interpret the Bible role with a with a with a man of God with a heathen. And God doesn't call you to support heathenism. You you know, the ideal situation, you shouldn't have been in there. Well, what if you married and then you get saved? Well, then the Bible talks about some techniques to try to bring them over. But then the Bible tells you your techniques might run them away. And then the Bible tells you if your technique runs them away, let him go. But you don't want to let him go. Because you think the Bible says that it was not good for Eve to be alone. <laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me, let me hurry, my Lord. So, so, Adam's worship through his divine assignment, he worshiped or through fulfilling his divine assignment. And thus, his, de his design assignment, both he and Eve, were gender specific. They were gender. He was the one who was assigned headship. She was the one assigned helpship. Now, they both were meaningful functions and duties but they both were distinct. You can't have a house that's 50-50. It got to be 100% God. <laughs> All right. Eve worshipped. Let me move, Lord. Eve worshipped through her divine assignment, which was both gender and role sensitive. And Adam worshiped through his, uh, uh, his divine assignment, through his gender-specific uh, roles. You cannot worship God out of your gender-specific role. So you're asking God to manipulate what he formed you to be and ignore you wouldn't go through the process of Asa and you deny his way of thinking male and female. See, some of you don't realize you don't want a marriage. You don't want a husband. You don't want a wife. You want a relief of, of fleshly pleasure that's going to explode on you if you take it to a place it should have never been. Because after you walk through the park and you have somebody to go to movies with, you have your own, you find out you don't want it. You find out you don't want her. You don't want her to be your own. 
But he and she is like the car. The moment you take it off the lot, it depreciates. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. <laughs> the genders were designed to complement, complete, console, but not to compete. Genders were not designed to compete. You know, so a woman bucking up to a man and a woman, a man, right there, that marriage is out of order. We don't, we don't, we don't compete. We complement, we complete, we make each other whole and better. We're better together than I am by myself. And if I'm not better together with you than I am by myself, I had no business being with you. Because God didn't want me to get with you and then get worse. I can do bad all by myself. So, we're supposed to console each other, not compete. Not be sitting around like, mm -hmm, we're going to see. You're going to fall right on your face. And I'm going to be right there to tell you, I told you so. That ain't no, what's that? That's not the design of relationships. Adam had an arduous task. And Eve was assigned to help him get it done. He had to watch the garden. And reflect God in that garden. And Eve had to help him get it done. And see this is what we don't understand today. Now millennials a lot of them are delaying marriage. And many of them are not getting married. A lot of it is because of the moral changes. And so there is no conviction about getting right with God. So people just test drive to finally is they call. <clears throat> So there's no covenant. Y'all don't like me, me. So, see, so here, here, you cannot have a godly marriage when a man does not have a godly purpose. And you can't help a man that ain't got no godly purpose or you're helping something demonic to come to pass. So when you like a man or you're interested in a man that doesn't have a godly purpose and a godly vision, that's God trying to say to you, you see how much demonic stuff you have in your flesh? You need to get purged. You need to get cleaned out. How is it that this man that does not put me before he put anything in life and you say you put me before you put anything in life, but you found a way to be romantically interested in him, romantically attracted to him. That's God's way of showing you you didn't let too much devil in your gender. And so what you're not really what you are not uh, realizing is that you really want some, not a marriage. You're a believer who's scared to fornicate, and so you want to get a context that allows you to freely have sex. And then after you have the sex, you don't want it no more. And everybody always says they didn't know it was going to be 
Well, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Because you said, because you something else when you get horny. Oh, you something else. A woman, when she wants that thing, and a woman, when a man wants to keep getting it, because she gave him some, and then she felt convicted, and, and now, she you know, it's a game. I'm going to let you test it, and I'm going to get you hooked. It's like crack. Here, have it. Now you can't have it. Now, now, so now if you want to keep getting it, we need to get married. You something else when you get horny. When you're horny, your nasty self always says, we know we're going to have problems. We know we're going to have challenges. We both know that it's going to be hard. But we're God. <laughs> we're God. All things are possible. And I believe. So worship quickly turns into witchcraft. How can there be such a thin line between love and hate? How can there be such a thin line between love and hate? You want to have their children. You want to love them for the rest of your life. Y'all decide you don't want it. You hate each other now. You're enemies. That meant you always were enemies, but you suppressed the enemy side in order to get the flesh you wanted. I'm just trying to help. So the demise of the human relationship was due to role abandonment and gender confusion. Eve operated outside of her role. And Adam got confused. He was whipped. So his worship turned to whip. Her worship turned to witchcraft. What happens when you have a whip man and a, and a witch? Hooking up. Rebellion is as the sin. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Of witchcraft. When you're a rebellious woman, you're acting like a witch. When you're a controlling man that ain't controlled by God, you're a warlock. So just imagine when a witch and a warlock gets together. <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> now so the demise of human relationship was due to role abandonment and gender confusion see you need to understand you're not going to have that fulfilling relationship that you want and you're not willing to subscribe to the role of a woman and a wife, a man and a husband. See, that's the deal. Some of you want a man, but you don't want to be a wife. So it's a problem when you want to be a woman married to a husband. 
or you want to be, <laughs> or you want to be a man married to a wife. Well, I'm just praying and I'm believing for God to send me my Boaz. You need to sit your down somewhere. Always talking about your Boaz. My Boaz. My Boaz is coming. You are not Esther. And you have not been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. The whole of the nation of Israel is not depending on your romantic relationship. Talking about your Boaz. Okay, so your bow ass coming, your bow ass coming with his broke. Yeah, you need so this man raw. I don't know no other way to be. I didn't we don't talk relationship. Listen, you ever had a relationship? I don't care how full of the Holy Ghost you are, this, that, and the other. A, a relationship will make you cuss. Right in the middle of shakaralabat. Okay, I'm tired of this. <laughs> you know, right in the midst of relationship. It'll do that. <laughs> Listen. You ain't listen. You you need to go to the bishops, the apostles, the pastors, and everybody else when those relationships flare up. They'll make listen. They the, the, they'll make the devil say, "What you say?" Relationships can be that inflamed. There's some people. If you think about a person hard enough right now, tears will come to your eyes. And the bad thing about it is they dead. Let me. Let me. Ooh, I didn't get through. Let me. The marital relationship was designed to be a corporation that produced God a ROI on his investment in the earth realm. Adam was insufficient and inadequate in his role and work and needed compatibility, not competition. Thus, his work was to be focused, faithful, and to have faith. Faith in God. The woman's role was to be submissive or reflective of her husband's reflection of God. Now, I think that makes women feel a little better about that submissive word because you're really not submitting to the man you're submitting to the God in the man she was to be subject supportive and secure in his leadership you meet men you know good and well you can't be subject supportive and secure I don't care some of y'all said well he got a good job what that mean that means that when we divorce, at least I'm going to walk away with 50%. Come on, gold digger. You're going to ruin your life for half, Eddie? 
So, she was to be subject, supportive, and secure in his leadership. You have to, if it's a man and that's his, it's a husband, his role is to lead you. And if you can't trust that man's leadership, you ain't got no business talking about I'm going to grow him up. What do you think? Who mama you think you are? What in the world? What's wrong with you? What kind of Oedipus complex you have? What is it? You want to grow a man. You want to grow a boy into a man for you. What kind of stuff? What kind of stuff is that? And they're controlling men that like to grow little girls up into women for them. They don't want a wife. They want a daughter. And some of the women are so desperate, they end up being the daughter. And they're not compatible and equal with their husbands. They're lesser. <laughs> so, so, she was to be subject, supportive, and secure in, her, uh, in his leadership. She was not manifested, and this is what you need to understand, Eve was not manifest as Cindy until she was needed. <laughs> okay. Man, if you ain't doing nothing, you don't need no Eve. Eve is only necessary when the abundant work that you're doing for God could be more productive if you had help. A man that has no work does not need a woman. A man that cannot reflect God is not fit for a woman. A man that cannot lead cannot handle a woman. A woman that is too independent does not need a man. A woman that cannot submit does not want a man. And a woman that brings nothing to the table is not worth a man. To hear this message in its entirety, visit drdanacarson.org and search for The Marriage Corporation. If you would like to go even further in your understanding of the kingdom of God, we invite you to enroll in the Online Kingdom Bible University. Check this out. Are you ready to experience a greater dimension to God? The Kingdom Bible University was birthed to meet the needs of today's kingdom believers that have busy lives with family, career, and ministry. At KBU, we desire to see you fulfill your kingdom mandate and live to your Christ-centered full potential. Through KBU, you can achieve the kingdom knowledge and empowerment of the Bible that will enhance your spiritual life. KBU is your right choice for a kingdom education that is affordable, reliable, and accessible just for you. Find more information about KBU at KingdomBibleUniversity.com and watch God transform your life one kingdom learning opportunity at a time. Before we end this broadcast, we would like to give you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. Please repeat this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you now acknowledging that I am a sinner and in need of your grace. Save me, Lord. Make me clean, all that I am. 
all that I have, I give to you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Now, if you said this prayer, we celebrate with you. We invite you to join online to further your kingdom journey at www.therockwoi.com and click on join online. We would love to assist you through your new kingdom life. The preceding message by Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, make him known to others, and spread the kingdom message around the world. Check out his website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from the Kingdom Voice. Become a DCKM partner today and make a difference in the world around you at www.drdanacarson.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Dana Carson, Senior Leader at The Rock, WOI, 9321 Edgebrook, Houston, Texas. I want to take this time to invite you to come worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m., or 6 p.m. Man, our services are off the chain. I want you to come and experience my powerful teaching on the kingdom of God and enjoy the wonderful community of the saints. You and your family will be tremendously blessed. Join me here at The Rock, 9321 Edgebrook, where we're keeping it on the edge. The preceding broadcast has been brought to you by DCKM Partners, helping people to know God, make Him known to others, and spread the kingdom message around the world. Find out more at drdanacarson.org.